you're grinding on, you're listening to The Grind. And good Thursday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser and you're listening to the Thursday edition of The Grind. If you're on Facebook, you're watching the Thursday edition of The Grind. But uh, kind of rolling solo today as uh, as as we kind of matriculate, kind of get through uh, these first couple of weeks, the, the scheduling uh, will get better. And again, that's on me, but... Uh, We'll uh, of course talk a lot of different things and, and do a lot of different different. Uh, well, I'm glad it let me know that I just went live, but uh, we'll do a lot of different things and and kind of try to try to beat this thing up. But uh, kind of one of the things we keyed on there yesterday uh, got got some news after the show. Talked to Mr. Troy Provost Heron uh, of the Daily Times, and he's going to start uh, coming on with us in the in, on Wednesdays and try to get a little little something going on with him. And then also tomorrow, uh, you don't want to miss, uh, Coach Tony Iruli uh, will be on pick day Friday uh, for the grind on a Friday edition. If, if you're just now kind of catching us or, or kind of getting with us, uh, Fridays is always pick day. We pick high school football, college football, and then, of course, touch on the NFL a little bit if we have time. Because, again, a lot of the, uh, the local feel uh, centers around high school and in college so uh, a lot to get through today as as there's a ton of stuff going on world series college football big Ten's kind of opening their season a little bit of news a couple days ago came out that the big 10 uh, just just about their mask protocol and just the anyway not that they've ever made sense or ever wanted to but uh a little something extra but uh i'll say this uh it's 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 Big Ten. Uh, I, I think that just says all it needs to say, and all all, all I'm going to say about it. But um, but anyway, uh, also Thursday night football tonight in the high school ranks, and then also uh, for the NFL, uh, a lot of things to kind of mow through as we have a Thursday grind. So we'll start with the World Series. Uh, last night, the Rays, uh, they must have heard us. They must have heard us kind of throwing shade uh, most of yesterday uh, about how the Dodgers was such a better team and, and how how this this is going to be over in five. Should I go go with Carson and pick five, or should I you know, kind of hold out and, and, and stay with my game six uh, Dodger win? I think I'm, I'm pretty close. Now, now, of course, he's right in line. You know, a game two two loss might have might might thump on the the old Dodgers door, and you never know it might come to life here. But what I'm saying is, is anybody who picks Dodgers in five, they had to lose a game. So last night didn't bother me. Uh, if if you pick the Dodgers in six, they had to lose two games. It didn't bother me. So uh, I'm gonna say this: uh, if you look at it, uh, Tampa Bay really kind of came out in the first inning, put one run on. Uh, and then added two, two, and one in the fourth, fifth, and sixth inning, and pretty much separated that thing. Uh, the the Dodgers came back in the fifth and sixth and added, but they never could overcome the first four innings, as uh, really the deficit, the difference, uh, was made in those innings. So if you look at the 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 win goes to Anderson uh, again, one and zero in the postseason, uh, one and one innings pitch, one earned run, two Ks, uh, Gosselin. 
got the loss for for the Dodgers. Uh, 1.1 innings pitch, one earned run, uh, 1K. And Castillo uh, for the Rays gets the save. Again, just a third of an inning pitched, but nonetheless gets gets the deal done. But, uh, you, you know, the Rays have fight, and, and you've seen that between their, their battles with the, the Astros, uh, with the way they knocked out the Yankees, all the, the whole dynamic of their postseason and their regular season play. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that the Rays battle. Uh, if you look at the way they're, they're, they're a hungry baseball team, they're, they're one of those teams that, that want something they've never had. And, uh, you, you know, frankly – uh, with the, the the Lightning, Tampa Bay Lightning, with the, the Buccaneers. Honestly, the Rays just got to keep pace. I mean, Tampa Bay's really, really kind of hopped up right now uh, on sports. So uh, I think it's something that uh, that they're really looking forward to and really, really kind of driving home. But uh, nonetheless, one-to-one is now the series. Is they'll, they'll take a traditional break uh, as, you know, most of the time what's going on is, is you know, they'll, they'll kind of pause during the, the – during the run and, and come back and, and play two games, move, play two games, move, play two games, and then home uh, to the, the the home field advantage, if you will, uh, team. But this season, all of them will be played in Arlington, so it's really just two games and a break and a day off, uh, two games and a break, and uh, and then they'll see what they need uh, after they've they've kind of crapped that uh, crafted that uh, four game stint, but. Uh, it didn't change my opinion any. Last night, it, it didn't change one bit what I thought about uh, the the Dodgers. It didn't change a bit what I thought about the Rays. Uh, it just it's the World Series. It's the American League champion, the National League champion. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that one or the other uh, kind of battle the way they do. So uh, if you look at it uh, for the Rays hitting wise, uh, Meadows had a good night hitting. Uh, he was one for three. Lowe was two for five. Uh, Choi was two of three. Uh, and then the, and the rest of them were just kind of one-hit guys. So uh, really what they did was they kept Mookie Betts off the off the, the board. He did not reach uh, base on a hit. Um, again, Seager had a pretty decent night. He had two hits. Um, Smith had a hit. Muncie was, was held hitless, which I think is a huge gain for, for anybody that plays him. Bellinger went hitless. So really, uh, you probably caught the, the – the Dodgers at their their point of of no return. I don't want to say of no return. That's probably that's probably a harsh way to say it. But uh, but anyway, uh, I, I think uh, this is one that it, when you see it come back, I, I expect the Dodgers to win Game Three. I'm going to pick them that way. Uh, so I, I think that's the way it moves, and I think that's the way uh, you would expect it to go. As the Dodgers have been a really strong team uh, moving forward. But uh, kind of flip gears a little bit, go to the high school ranks. Uh, a lot of games tonight. Uh, a lot of games to be had as, as uh, you know, of course, the traditional uh, Middle and West Tennessee games that we won't talk about. But the ones in the area, uh, you've got Elizabethan and Sullivan South. 8-0 and Elizabethan heads to 7-1 and Sullivan South. And, and we've talked about 4A football before. And, and in my opinion, Elizabethan is the, the kind of cream of the crop there. Uh, Greenville's down this year. There's other teams that, that usually are up there that are not. And Elizabethan's the defending state champ. So, of course, uh, I'm going to go that direction. They're 8-0. Sullivan South is 7-1, and, and, and they're, they're a traditional good team. And they're, they're actually in the last season of their, of their existence, really. So this very well could be an opportunity for them 
that they can legitimately say they won't have again because Sullivan County is consolidating. They're building a new high school, uh, and a lot of those, as I call them, directional schools, uh, Sullivan South, East, uh, North, are all kind of merging. And gonna and actually, I think Sullivan Central is going to merge uh, to become one big high school. Went up there a few years ago with Granger County, and, and a lot of those Sullivan County fans were like, yeah, we used to have this big school. And, and you could tell, like they had had a big high school for a really long time. And they said, yeah, yeah, we've got this, you know, these pods, like it's a, it's kind of a centerpiece. And then there's like these legs that come off of it. That's the way their high school's built. And they said, yeah, yeah, pods one and two or whatever, they haven't been used in years. And so, uh, you know, I was like, really, really? So uh, that dynamic was kind of odd to me. Uh, but at, at like I said, after Kingsport has kind of um, what what do you call it when when counties kind of move on out uh, when they've annexed when they've annexed a lot of different land it's changed the school zones it's changed who can go to those Sullivan County schools and now they're they're going to consolidate and, uh, and and I don't know what that's going to do for these football programs because you look at Sullivan South traditional pretty good football team. Uh, Sullivan East, they get up every now and again. Sullivan Central's been traditionally uh, probably last 10 years pretty poor. Uh, and, and then Sullivan North and those schools, uh, they, they have their ups and downs. But Sullivan South has kind of been the one that always you can hang your hat on uh, that, that has more up than down. Let's just say it that way. So I'm interested in, in the enrollment that they come in with and how that necessarily uh, will shake this up. But they, they run into a buzzsaw tonight as they take on Elizabethan. Uh, I go with the Cyclones. I go big. Uh, there's probably not a line you could give me that I wouldn't take the Cyclones because, again, they're just a really good football team. Uh, of course, Chris, uh, myself, uh, and actually Boone. Boone went, me, went with us last year to the state championship game. We got to stand on the field and watch them finish a state championship run, and that's a well-oiled machine. They brought probably – I mean, they brought the whole Tennessee Tech side that they were allotted – it was full of Elizabethan fans. I didn't know where we were going to get in or if we were going to fit in, but uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, Elizabethan played for the fans, played a good good brand of football, and ultimately won, won them a state championship. So uh, that's uh, that's all I've known of Elizabethan is, is good football, and I expect it to continue uh, tonight. So I, I think Elizabethan moves to 9-0, and and Sullivan South falls to 7-2. and uh, South Oil Knox Central will be the TV game tonight as uh, South Oil 7-1 will take on Knox Central, the Bobcats, the reigning 5A state champion. And uh, South Oil's had a really good season, a tough, hard-nosed brand of football is uh, Clark Duncan's group. 7-1 on the season, heads to Knox Central, new head football coach at Knox Central, and he's he's continued the, 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 the levels that have been put uh, with Knox Central. Uh, I expect this to be a really good football game. Um, but I'll be honest with you, and I don't know. I don't know if this is a good pick. And if if you're watching on Facebook Live or listening, if you're listening, give us a call eight six five nine eight three forty three ten. Again, that's eight six five nine eight three forty three ten. Check us out. I'm going with South Doyle tonight. Uh, if you look at the rivalry Thursdays, I'm going to check out South Doyle seven and one. Uh, I think they've had a really good year, and there's a reason why there's only one loss on that. Let me see who their losses are to. South Doyle, their loss came to Grace Christian of Knoxville, a 15-0 loss. Maybe not a really good look. They beat Fulton 28-18. to 
They beat Gibbs 37-17. Anderson County was a squeaker, but they beat the Mavericks 22-21. They they annihilated Sevier County 60-20. Carter uh, got the brunt of it 27-11. Seymour uh, took a loss 56-7 to South Doyle. And Knox Halls 21-14. And, and Knox Central, very much like Elizabethan, this is going to be a different brand of football than they're used to seeing. Just straight up, uh, just being honest. Um, I, I think they're going to have to switch things up. But Knox Central and Powell are the last two games for South Doyle. I don't think uh, South Doyle and I don't think Mr. or Coach Duncan knows how to look forward uh, beyond this Friday night or this Thursday night, this game. Uh, and I think he's going to have the boys ready. I pick South Doyle over uh, Knox Central tonight. Um, I don't know. I don't know. If you if you have a difference of opinion or if you don't like that pick, let me know about it. Either Facebook Live, send a comment, or give us a call. Again, that number is 865-983-4310. On the uh, other side of things, Saudi Daisy takes on Bradley Central. Bradley Central is a uh, previous opponent of Maryville. Uh, and uh, and Maryville, of course, had to come from behind to get the win at Bradley. So this is a pretty good football team, an elusive running back, and a really strong front seven defense. Defensively, uh, they're six and two on the season. Saudi Daisy comes in at three and five. I think it's a it's a matchup. Bradley Central should be well equipped to win, and uh, we'll see if if the Bears of Bradley Central get it done. It's at third place. Pretty like a uh, if you if you heard around the Maryville game the Monday after. Uh, pretty interesting environment as uh, as it's a natural turf field or a natural grass field, and uh, it's kind of dipped out. It's uh, kind of built into the side of the hill. They walk down the hill, uh, kind of very. Um, I don't know. There's there's a a level of I don't know. It, it's got its own moment, right? So I uh, I think Bradley Central has a good night. I think Javon Burke, who was the real uh, dynamic piece in in week. I think week six, as the Rebels had to take him on, he had 155 rushing yards against a defense that's been really, really strong. So if you're uh, if you're if you're in the mood and, and need to hear it, check out Bradley Central Saudi Daisy uh, tonight. But again, uh, three games really uh, on the docket or in the in the general area. Of course, several games going on uh, in the area. Harriman uh, is actually had to take a, a COVID loss tonight. They're the only ones that are that are pretty close to us as, as we go on a Thursday night. But uh, Elizabeth and I pick them over Sullivan South. I pick South Doyle over Knox Central, and I pick Bradley Central over Saudi Daisy. But that's the Thursday games that we'll, uh, of course, be interested in, but uh, more to come next week or tomorrow on our Friday pick segment. Again, uh, if you didn't catch it early in the show, tomorrow Coach Tony Iruli well, we'll be on the show to pick with us and, of course, talk what he's been doing uh, with COVID protocol. He uh, came on the show very soon after they announced no spring ball, and now he's back to uh, to discuss a little bit how he's been crouting, how he's been uh, kind of digging it out and trying to get some Carson Newman Eagles suited up, but then also what it looks like for Carson Newman uh, moving forward. But, hey, uh, let's take our first break of the day, listen to these fine sponsors if, uh, if you're interested in giving us a call, giving us your input on a, on a sports topic or just got something you want to talk about that we haven't talked about, give us a call, 865-983-4310. Again, that's 865-983-4310. But let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk college football. Big Ten starts football, but they're, uh, they're doing a little different. 
We'll talk about that on the flip side. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And 
and welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Thursday edition of the Grind. As we uh, as we try to again, growing pains are a real deal. Like growing pains happen, and with uh, with any kind of technology, especially if you're dealing with me. Uh, there's going to be some growing pains to be had. So if you're if you were watching if you weren't watching on Facebook Live, then then I was doing everything properly, like nothing to to see here. But if you were watching, from my understanding, I was sideways, which is less than ideal. I mean, I think I look just as bad straight up and down as I would sideways. But um, guess it was uh, it was put on there. Why are you sideways today? And I I really didn't have a good answer for that. So. Uh, got it switched around now, and we are rolling, as uh, as Doc Holliday would say. But uh, a little bit of a kind of interesting take. So, uh, you know, leading up to this opening weekend for Big Ten and, and uh, leading up to what, what is hoping to be, obviously, in, in the greater sports world, maybe not in East Tennessee, people trying to validate this 2020 season. Oh, we've got the Big Ten now. Oh, that's that's where we're at. But here's my thing. Big Ten came out. We're shutting it down. We're not. We're going to be the safe conference. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then, okay, now we, we, we're not going to be left out of the party. We don't want to take the loss. So we're going to play. We're going to come in later than everybody, and it's going to really push the envelope of trying to get a season in, especially if there's any issues. But we're going to, we're going to get in there. And then, you know, you're, you're expecting, I'm expecting, let me, let me not speak for anybody. I'm expecting a full blown, like safety protocol to the max, because you, you literally came from shutting it down to not to, to, to playing football. So I felt like there was going to be big, big, big steps for the big 10 to, uh, to, to make that jump. And, and, one of those items is, you know, the SEC's like, if you don't wear your mask, we're going to fine you. Ask Jeremy Pruitt. He's already paid it. Uh, but Ohio State's athletic director, Gene Smith, said uh, Monday, actually, earlier this week, uh, that Big Ten is currently not planning to fine head coaches who don't wear masks or don't keep a mask on the entirety of the game. Says such decisions are to be left up to individual universities at the moment. And, and I'm – I didn't hear the the interview, but I expect Ohio State's athletic director, this is how he would have said it. I think we're going to be fine. We're going to be sensitive to the moment. There are going to be times when Ryan Day is in the middle of a call and his mask is down, and we have someone to remind him uh, to put it back up, kind of like that get-back coach. He said that's where we, we like it at this point, and I hope we don't get to a point where we have to find people. Here's the deal. Uh, and a, a previous show called it uh, in, in kind of a uh, making jokes about Master Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles, turtles. Uh, he said, we "Might as well call them Master Spreaders instead of Master Shredder," because he said this is not going to go well. Uh, because just as much as as Florida shut down because they they've had players test positive. So have they tested positive coaches. So have they tested positive support staff. And so that dynamic is real. That dynamic is, is, is very much a part of this whole deal. So the fact that they're not even, even going to police it 
I'm not I'm not really interested. I'm not a, a guy that, oh, fine him. We should sue them. And that's not my game. But what I'm saying is, is you're going to go, we're not going to play football. We're going to take opportunities away from every kid, every student athlete, every coach on every campus. But then you're going to walk in the room, flip the light switch on, and walk out. To me, that's a little – that's what I'm seeing. I, I don't know – Laura, Laura is just she is validating that we are back in the correct orientation. But uh, I appreciate that. That's that's good. That's good looking out. But uh, you, you know, given the number of postponements, positive cases around college football, given the Big Ten currently uh, won't be allowing any fans to attend any games, it's kind of surprising that you lock everything down and then you don't lock down what is the maybe one of the more visible things on a, on a game day uh, experience. I mean, am I, like, completely off base with that? Like, does that make any sense whatsoever? Like, in my opinion, if you're going to push, and, and I would assume in, in all the circles that are Big Ten windows and what have you, um, that that they're really pushing this mask thing. And so the fact that you're going to say, you know what, I want you to wear a mask all the time, but that head coach, probably not going to have to do it. Probably not. Like he, if he, if he feels like it, like that's what we're after. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine, totally fine. If not, I just, to me, it just blows my mind, especially with the outbreak that's going on at Florida, the shutdown that's pending. What we talked about yesterday about potential of of, of having them. I mean, it's out there for them to have to forfeit games. Is it going to happen? Should it happen? I think all of that is is up for debate at this point. But but it's a real possibility. Is what I'm getting at. So in that in that theory, to say, you know what, we've had all this time to experience and see all these different things, to see the outbreaks that's happened, to, to sit back and watch, basically, all this happening for these first several weeks. But yet we're not going to lock down, like I said, one of the more visible parts uh, of a franchise or of a, of a university. So just just shocks me a little bit, and uh, I think it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Alabama head coach, you know, and there was somebody that told me today because I was I was actually making the comment. Uh, I don't know if anybody else thinks they're cool, but I, I really think the the mask that Kirby wears, uh, the hat that the mask that Jeremy Pruitt's wearing right now, and uh, Nick Saban. I'm like, that's probably like the coolest mask. That's probably like the if if any of these things are ever going to be like deal withable, if that's a word. I just made one. Um, their masks are the ones that I would probably stick with. But in, in that dynamic, uh, I don't know that any of them is one I'm interested in, in looking at. But um, but I'll say this. Uh, I looked them up, and then some guy at work, like I'm, I'm selling them. I'm, I'm really like trying to talk talk him in uh, to this mask. And uh, I get the comment. He goes, but Saban got COVID. And I'm like, not really. Kind of. But not really. Uh, false positive, but he kind of got me there. Uh, so I guess my question is, is any mask really cool? Probably not. Uh, but uh, if it's going to be one you got to wear, at least somebody that's got to wear it in the heat every day, somebody that's got to do what they're doing, uh, maybe that's that's interesting to me. But uh, who knows? And maybe I'm just off my rocker. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me a bit if that was the case. But uh, you know what? In the world we live in, who would have thought anybody would have made money off masks? 
And uh, I can tell you, look at Facebook. Uh, bank is being made each and every uh, day based around this this protocol. But uh, you know what? It is what it is, and it's the world we live in. So you either you either wear a mask or you don't, or you don't. And uh, there's plenty of people that don't, too. Uh, actually, at my, my place of, of employment, it is mandatory. So uh, Wayne don't choose. Wayne doesn't get a choice. Wayne just does it. So um, anyway. But uh, I don't know if anybody noticed it, but wear my, my throwback grind hat. So I bought this hat. Laura could probably help me out with this. I'm pretty sure I'd been doing the show a month, maybe, when I got this hat. It's a funny story about this hat. Um, I bought this hat, the black with the white front, at uh, at a local, um, I wouldn't say a thrift shop, but a uh, discount location. It's Ross. Ross. But uh, I bought this hat and a gray one, a gray with a white front. Very similar to this one. I still have it right now, blank as I'll get out. And so I go to, to a, a hat store lids and uh, get this thing embroidered right here. And uh, I'm like, I might get that gray one done too. And Laura's like, whoa, we got to make sure this thing's going to pan out. Well, here we are. I think I think I might get that gray one done sooner rather than later. What do you think? You What do you guys think? You, you, like, the, you like the hat or, or what? Yeah, nobody answering. So, yeah, I guess that's a no. But anyway, uh, college football, when you look at the the scoreboard and when you look at what's going on, Illinois-Wisconsin uh, kick off the Big Ten slate tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. We'll, of course, pick that tomorrow with Coach Tony. Uh, but uh, Camp Randall, uh, probably the place that they want to open this thing up. Uh, Scott Frost, and, and or not Scott Frost, uh, you, you talk about Paul, Coach uh, – Paul Christ, Paul Christ at uh, Wisconsin, uh, getting things underway. Uh, Illinois had a decent season a year ago, and and looking to get some things going there. Wisconsin's favored by nineteen and a half, so I think you're going to see an upper tier and a lower tier. <laughs> Laura, Laura, you, Laura says that I should get the other hat done. I appreciate it. I think that's a good idea. Maybe you can help me. Help me make that happen. But uh, uh, Illinois, Wisconsin kicking off the Big Ten slate uh, for for top 25 opponents as uh, Wisconsin comes in. Um, I would say preseason top 25, but it's pre-their season top 25. Uh, we've had football for a few weeks now. We've played four games. We've, uh, we've praised and we've nearly killed uh, a lot of coaches, a lot of players uh, in this uh, in this league. So um, I think they're. Uh, I, I don't think that we could call that a preseason ranking at this point. It's just a ranking. Uh, but one game going on tonight: Arkansas State, Appalachian State, Appy State. Of course, two and one on the season. Arkansas State three and two. Uh, we'll see how that game shakes out as it comes. But you know what? Uh, I'm just excited that football's back. I'm just excited that things are going. Uh, the way we want it to. Uh, looks like my battery's running low, so Facebook Live may be a short one uh, today, but nonetheless, may uh, m- we've got halfway through this thing. So, But you know what? Uh, as we've made it to the halfway point, let's take another break, uh, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more uh, about some hot topics of today as uh, we move forward uh, with a lot of this stuff up in the air with COVID, with Florida, uh, with Southeastern Conference, Big Ten starting up, 
A lot of stuff to be talked about, and we'll do it on the flip side of the break. You're listening to the Thursday Grind right here, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lee Choir with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lee Choir, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lee Choir appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lee with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop 
for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Thursday edition of The Grind. As we were kind of talking it out and at the break, we were kind of just going to go over hot topics from here till the end. And the next hot topic is the Las Vegas Raiders place four starting offensive linemen and a safety, Jonathan Abram, on the reserve COVID-19 list after all five players were deemed high-risk contacts Thursday, sources told ESPN's Paul Gutierrez, uh, confirming multiple reports, center Rodney Hudson, Gabe Jackson, Denzel Good, tackle Colton Miller, and Abram all missed their second straight day of practice while in quarantine. The player placement on the reserve COVID-19 list was first reported by NFL Network and tackle Trent Brown already on the list. The Raiders could potentially be without all five starting offensive lineman for Sunday's game against Tampa Bay. I tell you, TB, NTB has had the luck of 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 the Irish. I, I don't know what else you could call it. Uh, with Brown on the other four starters on the reserve 19 li- or COVID-19 list, the Raiders have just five remaining offensive linemen on their 53-man active roster, along with two practice squad offensive linemen. NFL rules stipulate that team must have at least eight offensive linemen on their 48-man roster for game day. If the Raiders are unable to address at least eight offensive linemen for Sunday's game, they would only be allowed the maximum of 47 players, active players. Abram and the offensive linemen must quarantine for five days, plus their last day of contact, which was Monday, which means they could conceivably be cleared Sunday morning via via a, a point-of-contact test. The NFL announced Thursday that the Raiders game against Tampa, originally scheduled for Sunday night, had been moved to 4.05 uh, out of the abundance of caution to ensure the game would be available for fans on Sunday night football. Uh, the Seahawks will now face these Arizona Cardinals Sunday night, and the NFL says it expects the Bucks raiders game to be played. I don't know if I expect it to be played, just to be quite honest with you. 
Um, I don't think it's going to be played Sunday. I think they'll have to push this thing out. If, if they get cleared by point of contact, maybe that opens them up. But I still think they're at a disadvantage. Uh, I think you look at it, if you get a couple of those guys back just to, 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 to be able to, to get in that eight person, get your, get your roster cleared, I still don't think that's where you want to be. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? I, I think it's it's the nature of the the season we're we're playing in. I mean, you ask at the college ranks, at the high school ranks. I mean, every if you look at any any team that you've been dealing with, the only one that I guess I can say that hasn't had been directly affected in season by COVID is Tennessee. But if you look at it all throughout, this thing has really gotten off the rails pretty good. Uh, you, you know, Alcoa Maryville has both been affected, uh, not infected, but they have been affected. Let's clear that up. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, the Titans have had their run of it. Uh, you look at, at all the baseball, the way it was shuffled around both, both in my house, the Braves and the Yankees kind of had their impacts. Uh, but now the NFL is starting to see its level of impact. Uh, start coming up. They early today they announced that I, it looks like at three thirty nine they announced that the game on Sunday between the Bucks and the Raiders was going to be the Sunday night game. But with the the volatility of possibly canceling a game, and I think that's where this this move came from. They took them off of the primetime slot and threw them at four oh five. Which, in my opinion, if you're a Vi- or if you're a, a a Raiders fan, you're sitting here going, "Oh, good, the clock just had time taken off of it." Um, it's like a 10 second runoff, right? If you, if you, if you have players that are, that are on COVID list, it's a, it's a, it's a four hour runoff. You, you got to move the game up, got to move the game up. But, um, I'll say this, I like the caution that's being had. Uh, I think when you look at it in, in the, in the nature of a, uh, of a locker room, of a, of a facility, you, you can't let this thing get too out of hand. Uh, and again, this isn't about, this isn't about the athletes because, again, I think there's people that would hear that and go, oh, he's he's drinking the Kool-Aid. He believes all this hoax. Here's the deal. I don't believe uh, that – I'm, I'm kind of one of the – I don't drink Kool-Aid at all, I guess. I don't think it's probably as devastating as some people have, have put it out there to be, but I also don't think it's a hoax. I mean, uh, there's, a, there's several people that have been associated with me my place of business, my job, or this station uh, that have been affected uh, by COVID-19 very, very negatively. And so do I think it's real? Yes, absolutely. Do I think it's, it's you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's all about what your condition was when you contracted it. I think that's the deal. And I think those are things that we can't put a blanket on. We can't make that standard. So I appreciate the NFL and his oper- in their their operations of how to do this. Obviously, uh, it seems to be that they're a little bit more consistent than other leagues, which is is kind of shocking, just to be quite honest with you. Uh, but nonetheless, that that's what's going to happen. the 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 Raiders have been impacted. Uh, they were going to be on prime time. Now they're going to be at four o five, and potentially those guys could get cleared Sunday morning. Uh, but I think this game, honestly, in my opinion, I think this gets uh, moved out. I, I really do. Uh, I think it's one that should get moved out, and I think uh, ultimately it would be a better game to watch if 
it gets moved out. But, you know, uh, that's why they make the big bucks, and that's why we just get to talk about it. So if you have an opinion on uh, on if the Raiders should push the game out, if you think they should be able to play, if you think um, if you think they should play with the 47 that they've got at, at game time, uh, give me a call, 865-983-4310. Again, that's 865-983-4310. Let's take our last break of the day, listen to these fine sponsors, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Thursday night football in the NFL. We talk the Eagles and the Giants. Yeah, that's crickets. Yeah, that, that was crickets. Uh, it is a division that uh, they're not out of. Uh, but I don't know that the division as a whole is into much. But we'll talk about that on the flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maribel. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. This is Wayne, and let me start by saying thanks for listening, and I hope you like what we're grinding on today and what we like to call the fastest hour here in Blunt County. But we wanted to take a minute to let you know how you can join in, give your take on today's topics. You can give us a call, Grind Time Hotline, 
985-983-4310. That's 865-983-4310. But if you don't have time or you're on that morning grind, give us a message on our website, thegrindonsports.com. You can drop a comment, leave a message, and we'll get your opinion on the air. I look forward to hearing from you. And as always, thanks for putting the grind on your mind. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Got golf? iguanifarmsgolf.com 970-7132 Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, But I like podcasts. We've got those, too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and we're talking it out here on a Thursday edition. Kind of the last topic I'm going to talk about is what's going on tonight and really uh, the battle of, um, how do I say this? New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. 1-5, 0-3 on the road. Giants go to the Philadelphia Eagles 1-4, and, and they're 0-2-1 at home. So uh, not necessarily the place that either team wants to be this point in the season. Philadelphia is favored by four and a half, so they at least get a touch more than the home field advantage. Over and under is 44 and a half. Carson Wentz, uh, he has made it five games, six games into the season and is still playing. So I think health-wise, that's a, that's a positive for him. Daniel Jones, 27 rushes for 204 yards. He leads 
the Giants. The quarterback, the tall Eli Manning number two, or at least the look of Eli Manning number two, uh, is leading this team in rushing. I, I think it's it's safe to say this is not uh, where, where this division was hoping that a Thursday night primetime game would have put it. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, this is where it sits. Uh, the Giants, like I said, uh, facing uh, a lot of different things uh, coming into tonight, to tonight's matchup. The Eagles, really the more put-together team, just not been able to put it together. Uh, Doug Peterson and, and company really uh, kind of having a lot more questions than they have answers for right now as as coming off that Super Bowl, the farther they get away from it, the more they don't look like that team. And and, and that's what's kind of unnerving if you're a Philly fan and really probably unnerving if you're Doug Peterson. But, you know, with the Giants, um, I, I like Daniel Jones. I like what they're able to do. I think they've got the key pieces to do it. But I think when Saquon, Saquon went down, so did the Giants. I think this is a team that's, that's kind of hurting, don't really have a lot of pieces uh, to, to put with either or. And, uh, and, and frankly, they've, they've been battle-tested uh, to get to this point. Uh, the Giants so far this season, uh, they're, they're, they have taken a loss to the, the Steelers, who 5-0, so that's not a, not a bad loss. Lost to the Bears, lost to the 49ers, lost to the Rams, and a loss to the Cowboys. Uh, and then, uh, you know, their, their lone win against the Washington football team. Uh, I almost said it. I was so close. I almost had to put a dollar in the R jar. Uh, that's a thing. But uh, uh, a loss to the Cowboys. Uh, I think that's uh, that's one that you put on there and you're like, you'd like to have that one back because the Cowboys have been struggling as of late, so that one's not looking real good. The Rams necessarily aren't a, aren't a bad team, but they're not killing it. Uh, the Niners, that's not a bad loss just because uh, what they did a year ago. Uh, the Bears and the Steelers, they've been good teams. So I, I, I don't necessarily think – uh, the Giants uh, have had an easy road uh, to get to where they're at. And then they look down and they play Tom Brady next week. And then they have another run in uh, with that Washington football team. So uh, going to be a couple uh, matchups that they're familiar with here in the next couple weeks as they'll see the Eagles again on uh, November the 15th. So whatever happens tonight uh, in a couple weeks, uh, they can atone for it. But uh, a game that I, I've sat here since we were looking at the scorecard and I'm like, I don't know how to pick this thing. I don't know which way to go or if there is a right way to go. I mean, I wish it was. I wish the line was a little more even, honestly, just to make it uh, easier for me to get this wrong. But uh, I'll say this. I'm going to go with the home team. I think Philadelphia, uh, I think what they've been able to do, uh, what they've, they've uh, seen, uh, as, as I think they've seen probably one of the more differentiating offenses here in the last couple of weeks. They lost to the Steelers, then they lost to the Ravens, but they put Lamar Jackson on notice, took him to a 30-28 to 28 loss. So I like uh, that they've been able to contain at least as much as you're going to contain Lamar Jackson in that matchup. So I like the Eagles tonight. I think, uh, you know, I think Wentz makes, uh, makes me not – uh, not so such a happy person because I think he's going to play pretty well tonight. I think that uh, that Giants defense is going to going to lend itself uh, to be such, and then uh, I think they have a lot of success. So that's what I'm uh, hoping for. That's what I'm picking, and then we'll see how how much uh, we are accurate here. As uh, if I kept score, I wouldn't be real happy. So uh, I uh, I choose not to do that. But the score card for this weekend is full on the weekend, and uh, I can't wait 
till tomorrow till we can grind it out with Coach Tony Iruli as we pick day Friday as he's not been in in a while since a lot of this COVID stuff has went on. Interested in what he's gotten into and what he's uh, what he's missed out on as far as, as football and then how they're looking to recoup there in Jefferson City with the Carson Newman Eagles. So excited about what that looks like, but uh, a lot of things going on. Big Ten kicks off football Friday night. Maryville takes on McMinn County Friday night, so you don't want to miss uh, tomorrow's grind as Coach Tony Iruli checks in and grinds it out right here on our evening show. This will be his first time in the afternoon, a coherent hour. What would that? What's that going to be like? That's that's going to be fun. But uh, excited to have him in there nonetheless. But as we uh, as we kind of finish up today, I want to do something a little different. Want to play a few spots uh, from some of our sponsors that really uh, really put it on the line. Uh, each week for us and do a great job of uh, of really uh, sponsoring Rebel Radio, sponsoring WKVL, and, and really uh, being a fixture as they've been with us for, for a couple years. So I want to give them a little credit and then grind it out. And if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Want a tire that lasts up to 85,000 miles without sacrificing all-season performance or fuel efficiency? Stevenson Tire Services has a tire for you. 
It's Yokohama's avid ascend. Yokohama has created a tire that eliminates the trade-offs, so you get long tread life, all-season performance, great fuel efficiency, and a quiet ride. Stop by Stevenson Tire Services and ask to see the Yokohama Avid Ascend. Stevenson Tire Services, call 983-1621 or online at stevensontire.net. <laughs> 